Today's daf is Ksubis daf Tezvav. We are at the Mishnah, eight lines from the bottom of daf Yud Dalad Amid Beis. Today's daf is being learned as a schus refuah shalema for Chaim Malaz ben Rachel and as a schus refuah shalema for Gabriel Yeshua ben Chana. So, believe it or not, we're already up to the last daf of the first parak of Masechtis Ksubis, and. It is very much a continuation of the last several dafin, which was discussing the four machloikasin, really four that are one, between Rabbi Gamliel, Rabbi Eliezer on the one hand, and Rabbi Yeshua on the other hand. But the truth is that today's daf is really a daf that discusses the laws of Roiv. So when you think of the sugya of Roiv and Shas, one of the ideas that underpins the entirety of Tayr Shabbat, the first daf that comes to mind, and that Lachura is exhibit A, is Chulun Daf Yod Aleph. That's where the Gemara discusses all the Makairis of Rav. Rubad Isa come on, Rubad Alasa come on. That's where the Gemara goes into great detail to discuss the sheet of Ramea, that's Chayish Lemiuta. But without question, Ksubis Daf Tezvav is a daf that's in contention. As to one of the more important Yisoidistic Adafin as it relates to Rav. So let's just introduce Ksubis Dav Tezvav, introduce the Rav component of Ksubis Dav Tezvav that we need, that I believe Be'ezus Hashem will make the Dav flow a little bit more smoothly, and then we'll set up the context as to what the Sugi of Rav really has to do with the Machloikis in between Rabbi Gamliel, Rabbi Liezer versus Rabbi Yeshua. So one of the key principles in the Torah is. It says in the Torah that in the event there's some sort of court case, there's a Bezdin, not a jury, that's going to determine the fate of this person that is standing trial. In, if not all of the Dayanim are in agreement as to what exactly the outcome should be, the Torah says, take a vote. And Achrei Rabbim Lahatos, whatever the majority of the Dayanim say, that's what we're supposed to do. And this Pasuk, these few words, Achri Rabba Mahata, is, is the Ikram Akar in the Torah to the concept of Rav. However, as we go through Sugis and Chas, what's clear is that not all Rav's were created equally. In fact, there are different types of Rav. So the classic Rav is similar to the Rav of the Torah, Achri Rabba Mahata, is, and that is we have a Suffolk. We're not really sure what to do, what happened. So we're going to rely on some form of Rav, of most of the Dayanim all of whom are qualified to opine, believe that this is what happened, so we'll assume that that's probably what happened. And that roiv, the roiv dayonim's deya, is going to be machria, the suffix that we have. Sometimes the roiv is going to be more of a statistic, what's known as ruba de come on. So there's a child in front of us, and we're trying to determine whether this child, when he or she is older, will that child be able to have a child itself or no? A cotton. Will the cotton be a saris, a ktana? Will she, will she, she be an islandist? Negea sugis and yavamis. Most people are able to have children. There's a roiv, and the roiv says, therefore, that we assume the cotton will not be a saris, and the ktana will not be an islandist. These are examples of roiv that are machrias fekis. Another idea of roiv is where you have something in front of you, you're not sure where it came from. You don't know So you're allowed to assume, based on Rav, what the origin of this thing is. The classic example, which is something that's going to be prominently featured in today's daf, is there was a piece of meat that was found on the side of the road. And you don't know if the meat is kosher meat or non-kosher meat. If most of the meat in the city is kosher meat, you're allowed to assume Rav and that this meat, piece of meat is probably kosher. It's what's known as kol de parish meruba parish. Another idea of roiv that we find in the Torah and in Chazal is bitl beroiv. If you have a taruvois, where the taruvois is, by its mere definition, made up of two different components, iser and heter, the halach is that whatever the roiv of the taruvis is, we assume that the entire taruvis is. So if the majority of the taruvis is heter, even though you know for sure, there's no suffix, that a little bit in this taruvis is really Isser, the Isser is bottled to the Rav, and the entire Taruva is his motto. Most Rishonim say that the halacha of Bittal Rav is also learned out from the Pasik, Achir Rabba Mahatis. Another concept of Rav that you find is Rubai Kekuloi. So I have to do something, I only did most of it. There's an idea of Rubai Kekuloi. These are all 
Seife cotton in the world of Rav, they're all me'inyan le'inyan ba'isinyan. Now, the particular Rav that we're going to talk about in today's daf is the second one that we mentioned. And that is kol de parish me'ruba parish. And as we mentioned, the classic example is that you found a piece of meat on the side of the road. You don't know where the piece of meat came from. If most of the meat in the city is kosher meat, and the case of Chazal was where there were 10 stores in the city that sold meat, nine of them sold kosher meat, one of them sold non-kosher meat, we're going to assume that the meat came from the Teshachanuyas that sell kosher meat, and as a result, the halachic status of this piece of meat is going to be kosher. It's what's known as called the parish meruba parish. It's based on the general idea. It falls under the umbrella of right. However, there's a very important caveat to this halacha. It's what's known as kol kavua Now, I just want to preface, kol kavua is a hard concept. It's a chidesh It's probably not something we would have thought in Svara. And like all Chidushim, it's learned out from a Pasek. So the idea of Kol Kavua Nachzal Mechzadami is not supposed to be an easy idea. And really, in the final analysis, it's Xeris HaKasif. And the Torah said that although Kol the Parish Merubah Parish, Kol Kavua Kemechzal Mechzadami. So what does it even mean, Kol Kavua Kemechzal Mechzadami? Kol Kavua Kemechzal Mechzadami is the asterisk in the halacha of kol de parish meruba parish. Although kol de parish meruba parish, so if I find a piece of meat in the city where 90% of the meat in the city is kosher, I'm allowed to assume that the meat is kosher. The only time that's true is if the piece of meat that I found, I found outside of the makam kavua of where this meat usually is. So there's 10 stores that sell meat. Each one of these 10 stores would be the makam kavua of its respective meat. Kol de Parish Meruba Parish says that if I find a piece of meat in the town square, I find it on a street corner, which is not its Makam Kavua, because its Makam Kavua is the store in which it's sold, that's when you say Kol de Parish, it's physically Parish from its Makam Kavua, Meruba Parish, and you're allowed to assume right. If, however, I would find the meat inside one of the stores, or I took the meat out of one of the stores. And I don't know the status of the store that I took it from. I don't remember. I never knew. There, although the statistics would dictate the same thing they dictate as when I find it on the side of the road. But being that I took the meat from its Makam Kavua, or in more Lamdisha terms, the Suffolk was Noilad in its Makam Kavua, so though it's true, call the parish meruba parish, but kol kavu kemechza mechzadami. The loch of kol kavu kemechza mechzadami, as we're going to see in today's daf, is it in deiraisa. We're also going to see in today's daf that it works lekula and lechumra, meaning not only lechumra, but kol kavu kemechza mechzadami can sometimes play itself out lekula as well. Now, why are we going to be talking about rov? So that we're already going to see in the daf, but. As we mentioned, the immediate context of the daf is the machlikis in between Rabbi Gamliel, Rabbi Eliezer on one side, Rabbi Shu on the other side. So just the chazah, what were these machlikis in? The first two were very much negate the sugyas of Basula Nisus, where there was a man who married a Basula, Biyamiravi, the Birishina was Balal Khamishi. He came into Bezin the next morning and he said, either Pesach Basuach Matsasi or I could not find any dam besulem. So what's the halacha? Says the Mishnah, it really depends on what exactly she's tining. In the first case, she said, it's true, I was a bu'ula, but Misha erastani nasti. He said, how do I know? Loiki ela adshaloi erastich. And he's arguing, it should be a mekachtois. So it's a he said, she said. Rabbi Gamliel, Rabbi Yeza, both said, Nemenis, we believe her. Rabbi Yeshua said, loi mi piyo anuchai. The second case was very similar, where again, the man comes into Bethlehem Thursday morning, and he says that there was a Pesach Pasuach, there was no dam psulim. She says, not Mishay Rastani Nanasti, but she denies that she's even a Baula. She said, Mukas Eitzani. And he said, How do I know? Loiki Alojus Azishat. Say Machlaikis. Rabbi Gamliel, Rabbi Yezus, said the menace. And Rabbi Yeshua said, Loi mi piya anuchayim. The next two cases, which was the Mishnah on the bottom of Daphne Gimelam and Aleph, was Me Inyan Le Inyan, a little bit Pa'isa Inyan. And there the case was where there was a Penuya, a woman that was not married, and she was Nivala, or we suspect that she was Nivala. To somebody, and we don't know the status of this person. Now, what 
Pnuya, that's Nivala to Apostle, has a din of a Zaina, and moving forward, she would not be allowed to marry a Kayan. A Pnuya that's Nivala to a Kosher is a regular Pnuya Bala. Pnuya, there's one sheet in Shas that holds that she's a Zaina, it's Rabbi Lazar, but the Gemara says, La Silchas Rabbi Lazar, and we passed in, therefore, that she would be Kshaira. And so now there was a Shaila, was she Nivala to a Kshaira, or was she Nivala to a Psula? She says it was a Kshaira, and we say, I don't know, Mechatesa, prove it. And there too, Rabbi Gamaliel, Rabbi Yezah said, Namanis, Rabbi Yeshua said, Loy mi pia anuchai. Now, the, this machloikis, the Mishnah mentioned in two types of situations. One was where it was Ra'ua Midaberes, and the other one was Haisa Mubaris. Haisa Mubaris is straightforward. She was pregnant. We know for sure there was a beer. Ra'ua Midaberes, there was already machloikis on my rums. Iri said Midaberes means only Nistara, and even there there's a machloikis. Ravasi said it means Nivala. If it means Nivala, what's the difference between Midaberes and Mubaris? The Gemara already addressed that on Daf Yud Gimel. But either way, there were four cases where there was machloikis in between Rabbi Gamliel, Rabbi Yezah, and Rabbi Yeshua, where Rabbi Gamliel, Rabbi Yezah said Namanis, and Rabbi Yeshua said, Loy Obviously, these machlokes are somewhat related. It's not a coincidence that in all four of these cases, Rabbi Gamliel and Rabbi Yezus say what they say, and Rabbi Yeshua says what he says. The Gemara already got into a, a discussion, a rather complex discussion, as to what the Hezbar of the machlokes might be. We saw the concept of Bari Vesham Bari Yadif. We saw the concept of Chazaka. We saw a little bit about Migu. There was a little bit of a mention about Rav. Regardless, today's daf is very much going to pick up on that machloikis, and really it starts off on the Mishnah level. So the Mishnah, Amar Rabbi and Maisa, there was a story, there was a girl who went to the well to get water, and when she was at the well, somebody was Ma'anasar. Amar Rabbi Yechel Rabbi said, if the city where this story took place, is a city that most of the inhabitants of the city, most of the people that live there, most of its citizens are Masi and Lekuhuna, they're they'd be able to be Meshadach with Kayhanim, they're people of good Yichos, then this woman too would be able to marry a Kay. Meaning, the question was, who was Ma'anis Destinoikis? Nobody knew. It was a Sophic. If Apostle was Ma'anasar, she's now a Zoyna, and she will not be allowed to marry a Kain in the future. If a Kasha was Ma'anasar, then she's not a Zoyna, and therefore she would be allowed to marry a Kain in the future. So Rabbi Yossi told over a story that happened with Rabbi Yochanan Ben-Nuri, and Rabbi Yochanan Ben-Nuri paskin that you go basarayf. If most of the people living in the city are Masi and Lukahuna, then she's going to be kosher. If not, not. So the Gemara begins with an obvious question in light of the last few dafin. Omalei Rav the Rav Nachman. So Rav asks Rav Nachman, Rabbi Yochanan Ben-Nuri, Damar Kaman, Rabbi Yochanan Ben-Nuri, who does he hold? Like Ik, Rabbi Gamliel. Does he hold like Rabbi Gamliel that says, Nemenes, that she's always believed to say that she was Nivalot to Akshayra, then I feel the Baroi Psulin. Then why did he say the only time she's going to be Akshayra if most of the people in the city are Masi and Lukahuna? It sounds like she needs the roiv to support her argument that the person was a kosher. L'chayr, Rabbi Gamliel said as halacha, even if there is no roiv, even the roiv psulin, because even there, ma'achshir, and ik Rabbi Yeshua, and if Rabbi Yechavanuri held like Rabbi Yeshua, that said, loy mi piyo anu chayin, and we're always chayshir, that maybe she was never to apostle, then afilu b'roiv k'sherim, nami pasal. Rabbi Yeshua said it's going to be possible even b'roiv k'sherim. Now, where did Rabbi Gamliel say? Afilu b'roiv psulin kasha, and with Rabbi Yeshua say afilu b'roiv k'sherim pasul. So it was a gemara and daf yud gimel on base. It was Rabbi Yeshua ben Levi's memra. The divrei hamachsher machsher afilu b'roiv psulin. The divrei apaisol paisol afilu b'roiv k'sherim. So one of the many ideas that we saw in this sugi that we went through a little too quickly is that Rabbi Gamliel and Rabbi Yeshua's machloikis has nothing to do with roiv. And Rabbi Gamliel and Rabbi Yezid that were machsher and said nemenis. It's even if there's roiv psulim, even if they're going against the roiv. And Rabbi Yeshua that said let me be you and there too, it's even if the Rav is supporting what she's saying. But the bottom line is, Rav doesn't seem to play a role. So if Rav doesn't spiel a role, so freak the Gemara, Amalei Rav the Rav Nachman, Rabbi Yochanan, then Nuri, Damar Keman, he's not Rabbi Gamliel, and he's not Rabbi Yeshua. So two things that we need to speak out before we start the Gemara. Number one, who said Rabbi Yochanan Nuri has to hold like any one of those two sheetas? Rabbi Yochanan Nuri is a Tanu Pollock. He's a Tana. He was just mentioned in a Mishnah. So of course he's a Tana. Mechatesi has to hold like either one of these two sheetas. So the Gemara is obviously making an assumption that we had a Messiah that there were two very distinct cheetahs as it relates to this Shiloh, three Mishnayas, four different cases, 
Tilim, Tilim of raid, Munsa for Zayda. It's not Mustaber that there was another sheet that, that we didn't know about that all of a sudden got mentioned, Derech Aga by Rabbi Yossi in a Mishnah. So we're going to work with the assumption that there's two very, very defined sheetas, and we'd like to make Rabbi Yechem Anuri work with one of these two sheetas. The second order is that's Pashit that even Rabbi Gamliel and Rabbi Liazza, that said Nemenes, it was only when she had some Taina. Right, in all four of the cases where we've been discussing this dispute, this Toyin Venetin, she's saying something, and we're questioning what she's saying. She said, Nasti. She said, She said that, Oh, was Ish Plaini Vekoyenu? She's always coming with a tain, and not just with a tain, a tain is bari. And as we saw in the sugyas, her tain is bari matters. In fact, the sugya of these last two dafin is very much a bari v'shem, a bari yadif, the sugya. In our Mishnah, it doesn't say anywhere in the Mishnah that she knows who was Ma'anasar. It certainly doesn't say that she knows anything about the yichas of this man that was Ma'anasar. So what does it have to do with our Machloikis? Maybe our Mishnah, the reason we're going Basirayv, is because she had no Tainas Bari. When she had a Tainas Bari, Namanis, let's say. But over here there was no Tainas Bari. So because there was no Tainas Bari, so it's for that reason we're going Basirayv. So all the Rishonim asked this Kasha, and the Pashit Mahalach and the Rishonim is that you have to say that from the way Rava asked his question to Rav Nachman, it's Muchach, that Rava had a little more information about the Mishnah that we have. And that is, it's talking about where she claims to know who was Ma'anasar, and she said that this person was a Kasha. And Afal Pekin, Rabbi Yechem and Nuri, seemed to Paskin, not like Rabbi Gamliel, that Nemenes, not like Rabbi Yeshua, that said, but rather that we go Basaroiv, and the Kasha is, what does Roiv have to do with anything? So the Gemara now is going to say a Teretz, that's going to take us halfway down to Daftez Vavam and Aleph, it's a very, very short tarot. In the Gemara, it's going to go through a few twists and turns, straightforward. But it's Kedai just to pre-cap the Gemara and say what the tarot is. The tarot of the Gemara is going to be, that lo'olam Rabbi Yechem Nuri held like Rabbi Yeshua. That lo'olam Rabbi And even though it's true, Rabbi Yeshua said as Allah, lo'olam Rabbi Yechem even when there's roiv. But this Mishnah was talking about where there were two roivs. Oh, two roivs? That's already a whole different shmuz. So over here, there wasn't just one roiv, but over here, there were two roivs. Let's see the Gemara inside. Oh, my Rav Nachman told Rav, I'll tell you, Rav, who descended the name of Rav to be Mefarish, this the story took place on the Yom Hashuk in Tzipoyri. Rabbi Yossi, by the way, was the Mora, the Asra of Tzipoyri. So if Rabbi Yossi is telling over a story, it's a good chance it happened in Tzipoyri, but either way, it did happen in Tzipoyri. But it didn't just happen on any day, it happened on the Yom Hashuk. And what would happen on the Yom Hashuk is, there were Shioris Mitsuyos, there would be caravans, Kroin is literally a wagon. They'd come through the city, and a lot of people would come from different places. So there were people that came from different places, and they were all inside the city of Tzipoyri. So what does have to do with anything? Tzipoyri was a city where rave of the people were chair. The majority of the people that would come into Tzipoyri, that would roll in, literally, on the wagons into Tzipoyri, on the Yemashok, were also Ksherim, which means that over here there were two rives. There was a rive supporting that she was a kosher based on the fact that rive of the people living in Sipoiri were Ksherim. There was another rive based on the fact that most of the Kroineshal Tzipoiri were also Ksherim. And the Psak of Rabbi Yechem Benuri, which was that she's kosher, wasn't just based on one roiv, but it was based on two roivs, which is Ikar Chaser in the Mishnah. The Mishnah says, Am Rabbi Yechem Menurim, roiv anche yo'ir masin l'kohuna, ha-rezeti nasei l'kohuna. But really, we're adding a very important k'neich to the Mishnah to answer Rav's kasha, and that is, over here, there wasn't just one roiv, there were two roivs, and because there were two roivs, even Rabbi Yeshua, who says, even when there's a roiv, but that's only when there's one roiv. If there's two roivs, even Rabbi Yeshua is going to be moidus. Rabbi really said this. Rabbi Yechem said, Ravami said the same halacha. In the event, there's a seer shalbnei adam k'sherim. There's a caravan of k'sherim that go through a city. It's over there. The Rabbi Yechem and Nuri said as halacha that you would be same acharim. Ukud Rabbi Yana. Rabbi Yana also said it. So Rav said it. Ravami said it. Rabbi Yana said it. I'm Rabbi Yana. In the velas bekrainus k'sher lekuna. A woman that was nivla in a wagon is kasha lekuna. Fate kumar bekrainus agadaitach. She was nivla in a wagon. Why would that matter? El in the velas b'shas krainus k'sher lekuna. What it means is if she was nivla at the time of the krainus, then she's going to be kasha lekuna. 
Tana continued and said, but in the event somebody would leave Tzipori, again, it's Labdafke Tzipori, we're just talking about Tzipori because that's where the story happened. If a man would leave Tzipori and he would be boil a woman, the Allah is, over there, ready, the child would be of questionable because I Tzipori was Rav Ksherim because you need two Ravs, Aliba the Rabbi Yeshua, who says that it should be a problem even when there's a Rav, but if there's two Ravs, it's going to be different. And the Gemara says, you know who else said this? But bottom line is, it traces itself back even to Rav Chanina. So it's Rav and it's Rav Ami and it's Rav Yanai and it's Rav Chanina. What did Rav Chanina say? They're all saying the same thing. We go based on the majority of the people living in the city, but we don't go based on the majority of the travelers that are going through the city. So the Gemara says, if anything, before we even understand what this means, but the Gemara says, if anything, it should be just the opposite. You would think that it's more mistaber to be soimich on the right travelers than on the right people living on the city based on what? Based on the Akhtomah Tiradav. Because Hani Naidi the Hani Kfir Vikaimi. The travelers are Naidi. They're moving. They're parish. They're not in their regular place. As opposed to the landsmen in the city, you would think that's more like Kavua. And as we'll see more in a moment, but as we already prefaced a little bit, the cold kavu kamechsa mechsadami. Ellis, what Reb Chanina mean? He meant what we're saying. We go based on the roiv of the city. But only if there's also the roiv of the city. Meaning you have to have two roivs. But you don't go based on one roiv. And you don't solely go based on the roiv of the travelers as well. In other words, what we're saying is, the mission is going according to Rabbi Yeshua. Rabbi Yeshua says, Ay, If that's the case, what did Rabbi Yechem and Nuri mean when he said, you go It's true that Rabbi Yeshua said as Allah, even when there's a roiv that's supporting her taina, but that's if there's one roiv down, if there's two roivs, and in this Maishashaya, which took place in Sipairi, that's the rest of the story, there was not just one roiv, there was two roivs. Because it happened in Sipairi, which is a city where there were roiv ksherim, but it also happened in Bekroimeshal Sipairi, which was the Yoimashuk, where there were people that would travel in on wagons, literally, into the city of Tzipairi, most of those people would share. So, Bitsiruf, the fact that Roy, the people living in Tzipairi, and most of the people that were traveling through that day where Ksherem said it's like a double rife. if there's a double rife over here, Rabbi Yeshua is going to be mighty. So now the question is, why don't we just rely on one rife? What's Takibshan and Rabbi Yeshua? We've been taking this for granted up until this point. Rabbi Yeshua says, Let me anu even Kenegat a rife? And Kalataraqula, there's something called Raif. So why over here do you need two Raifs? Why is one Raif not Maspic? That's the Gemara's next question. Says the Gemara, my timer, why is it that what? So it's referring to the last words. That Raif Siagradis doesn't work. Meaning, why is it that the Raif of the travelers is not a good Raif? What's the Kasha? If there were a bunch of people moving through the city... And most of those people would share him. So let's assume that if she was nivella to one of them, for sure she was nivella to a kosher. And these travelers are not in their makam kavua. They're by definition traveling. So lechura, they're naidi, and they should fall into the category of called the parish meruba parish. So the Gemara says gzera roiv si atu roiv The reason we not we wouldn't rely on that roiv is a gzera atu most of the people that are living in the city. So what's wrong with the people that are living in the city? The assumption is we can't rely on that roiv because even if roiv of the people living in the city are sherem, but they're kavua, they're in their makim kavua. So right now we know she was nivella to someone in the city. Well, all the people that are that live in the city, that were in the city at the time of the beer, were in their Makam Kavur. Right? Just like the piece of meat that's in the store, these people are in their Makam Kavur. They're in their shtat. This is their city. So you can't be Soimichan Roiv over there based on the fact that it's called Kavur Kamachsa Machsadami. So the Gemara says, you want to know why we don't rely on Roiv Sia, even though that's parish, they're not in the Makam Kavur, the travelers. It's Atu, the Roiv of the ear, which is Kavur. But the Gemara says, Veroiva Irnami, I have a problem with the Roiv ear as well. Either Kazli in Ulugaba, called the parish, Maruba parish. Even Roiva ear, who said it's Kavur? How do you define Kavur for a person living in the city? What? If a person lives in New York City, so anywhere inside New York City, he's Kavur? You would think his house, his Bismadrish. His office, maybe there he would be kavua, but he's kavua anywhere in the city. That sounds like a chiddush. So the Gemara says you're right. Either kazli in in the event that the story was or would be where a man would go to a woman, and that's where this beer would happen. You would say call the parish maruba parish because even if he's in his city, but he was parish from his real makom kavua. The case 
was or would be where we're concerned, Roiv Sia, Atu Roiv is what would happen if she would go to him, Davale Kavua, in that case, being that he didn't move, so that's like the person that bought the piece of meat from the store, that would already be Kavua. I'm Rabzeira, and Rabzeira said, Kol Kavua, Kemechza, Mechzadam. He said, This last Gemara is a little tricky, but basically what the Gemara is saying is, is that the reason over here she was Kshera is because there were two rights. So going to Rabbi Yeshua that she's ordinarily not Nemenes, even if Roiv supports her, but if two Roiv support her, then already she is going to be Nemenes. The question is, what's Takib Shan and Rabbi Yeshua? Why wouldn't one Roiv in and of itself work? So the Gemara is coming up with a whole bunch of different Xeras. Which Roiv do you want to work? You want to say Roiv called the Parish Maruba Parish when she went to him? That's kol Okay, but why can I say roiv when he goes to her? Or why can I use the roiv of the travelers in and of itself? Why does that have to be one of the two roivs? Let that be the only roiv. So for that, the Gemara said, you can't use the roiv travelers to the roiv people in the city. And even when the people in the city would have gone to her, He's still not going to be able to be Soymich on the Rav, Atu, what happens when she went to him. So this is like a double Gzeira almost, and that's the reason that you have to come on to the multiple Rav. Zok the Gemara, Bibi, in a tray, Ruby. But I have, I don't understand the Gemara says, how does this Sugya that we're learning right now with all these different Gzeiras, how does this, we're getting to the punchline, how does this comply and how does this conform with the general idea of right? Tanya, we learned to the price, so, and this is the case that we spoke about in the introduction. There were nine stores. They were all selling kosher meat, and then there was a tenth one that sold non-kosher meat. So there's ten stores in the city that sell meat. Nine of them sell kosher meat, one of them sells non-kosher meat, somebody bought a piece of meat from one of the stores. doesn't know which one he bought it from. So what's the halacha? Why is it aser? Because he bought the meat from the store, he didn't find it on the side of the street, he took it from the store, the suffix was noilite in the mocking kavu of the meat, if he found a piece of meat on the street, over there, you go basarayv. But what do you see from here? You see that anytime it's piresh, you always go basarayv, even if there's only one rayv, and at the very least, when there is one right, we don't start making all these with these different areas. So, but you see for sure that there's a concept of just going bust one right. So why not Sugi? Do you need two rives? Meaning, yeah, the, the question was, why need two rives? What was the answer? Xayr, Xayr, Xayr. How does this stem with the halach of Teisha Chanuyos? You're going to tell me, B'Shein Dalsis Medina, Nuulois, the Kassel, Libra, Bameyab. Maybe the case of Teisha Chanuyos, maybe we've had it all wrong. Maybe all these years that we've been hearing about Teshach is we always thought it was based on one rive. No, it was based on two rives. Maybe the case is when the Dalsois of the Medinois were not Neulois, Shades of Erevin, but maybe it's talking about when the gates of the city were, were not Neulois, they were open, and as a result, there actually is another rive. Because maybe you have all the travelers that are bringing flies from the surrounding area, and maybe most of the travelers are also carrying kosher meat, and it's based on the double rife. Number one, nine out of ten stores sell kosher meat, and number two, most of the travelers. So maybe it's true based on the double rife, but the one says not true, it's factually incorrect. And that's why we haven't heard about this all these years. Because So, even if the doors are locked, still you rely on one rife. So again, what's the kasha? You can tell me, why you don't want to rely on a rife. But has it still with that loch of rife? Right? Very straightforward question. Rabbi Yeshua needs two rives. Call it one rive. Teshach is only one rive. Even Dalsoy Snuulois. So, why here do you need two rives? And here's the punchline. Malo. This is a different sugya like we've seen already. We're not dealing with a regular situation. We're dealing with yichas. We're dealing over here, could this woman marry a coin? Could she not marry a coin? Is she a zoyna? Is she not a zoyna? When it comes to yichas, we're machmer. Malo asu biyuchsen. See, you're right. A piece of meat, teishach anuyoyz. But when it comes to yuchsen, they were machmer, which is interesting because we know that when it comes to machalos asuroyz, we sometimes say chumras that we would never say. We don't rely on different types of things. But the bottom line is, is that Read by recently, but when it comes to the ideas of yuchsen, yuchsen is actually more chamur than that. And over here, Rabbi Shua said you don't go basarayv. 
If, however, there are two rives, then you would go basa rives. And the Gemara is going to circle back to this in a moment, but now we just mentioned the idea of so these next few lines of Gemara are very, very important. Gemara, the Gemara that is referred back to very, very often, and that is we're about to learn the Makar to the Alacha of Kol Kavua Kamechsa Mechsadami. So the Makar to Kol the Parish Meruba Parish is easy. Akri Rabbi Mahata, it's a sif cotton in the world of Rive. But Kol Kavua Kamechsa Mechsadami is a Chiddush, it's a Xeris Akasif, from a Jerusha, and it's the Gemara that we're about to learn. Gufa. Omer Reb Zeyra said, Kol Kavu Kamech Tzamech Tzadami. Bein Lekula, Bein Lechumra. So not only is Kol Kavu Kamech Tzamech Tzadami Lechumra, that's the classic case, where there were nine stores selling kosher meat, one store was selling non-kosher meat. You bought meat, you don't know which store you bought it from, even though most of the meat being sold in the city is kosher meat, but we don't go basarayv, we say Kol Kavu Kamech Tzamech Tzadami, and therefore what you purchase is going to be Something that you're not allowed to eat. So that's a kol kavu kamechza mechzadami that goes lechumra. We're chayish l'miyuta in that case lechumra. But Reb Zeirut said that the halach of kol kavu kamechza mechzadami is true even lekula. So the Gemara says minole the Reb Zeirut. Had Reb Zeirut an amoyra know that kol kavu kamechza mechzadami is true even lekula. Meaning he must have learned it from a mishnah from a brayser. Where did he know this from? Ilay maybe teishachanu yois. Did he learn it from the case of teishachanu yois? Kula meichus basar shkudav achas mecheres. Maybe you learned it from the case of Teshachanuis that we just mentioned, but the Gemara says, We just spoke it out. There was the Chumrah. You're going to Chumrah and you're not relying on the Teshachanuis, and you're assuming that maybe the piece of meat that you purchased came from the one piece of meat, even though it's only a 10% chance. Elo says the Gemara, maybe he learned it from a Teshachanuis. Now, this Tesefta is discussing a halacha of Suffolk Tumah. So, what's the rule of Suffolk Tumah? It's halacha Lomayashi Misinai. Suffolk Tumah Bershus Hayachid, Sveikoi Tomei. Suffolk Tumah Bershus Harabim, Sveikoi Tahar. So, when it comes to Suffolk Tumah, there's a separate Shulchan Arach. Ordinarily, when you have a Suffolk, what do you do? Roiv, Chazaka, you learn the first parak of Masechtis Ksubas really well, right? That's usually what you do. But when it comes to Suffolk Tumah, it's Allah Chalamay Shemi Sinai. If it's in a Rishos Hayachid, if it's in a Rishos Harabim, it's Sveikoy Tar. So we're discussing over here a case of Suffolk Tumah, but not a regular Suffolk Tumah, a Suffolk Tumah where there was a Roiv. So there were nine Svardim, there were nine frogs. Now, ironically, a, a frog is actually not Tomei. It's not one of the Shmoyne Shrotsim that's Metamo. So there were nine frogs, and then there was one Sheretz that is a problem. So a dead frog is not Metamo. A dead one of the other Shmoyne Shrotsim would be Metamo. So there were ten Shrotsim over here. Nine of them are Tahar. Tzvardim, and the other one is, is a problem. And somebody touched one of them, and he doesn't know which one he touched. So what's the halacha? It's going to be Tame. Why? Because it's the is that it's going to be Tame. So what's the kasha? The kasha is, what happened to the raiv? You have raiv of the shratzim, atzvardim, which are tahar. So why is the halacha that it's going to be Tzvekoi Tame? Must be. Because being that one is a sheretz, and this all took place in its Mokim Kavur, that's Toikimta. So you say, Kol Kavur Kamechsa Mechsadami. We look at it as a Safik. It happened in Rishos Hayachin, in Safik Tum, Rishos Hayachin, Tzvei Kitami. But the Gemara says, again, Hosem Nami Luchumra. You see, Kol Kavur Kamechsa Mechsadami, but you only see Luchumra. We did Reb Zeyrus see Luchumra. We know Kol Kavur Kamechsa Mechsadami. We don't need Reb Zeyrus help for that. We're trying to prove even the Kula. So the Gemara says you learn from the reverse case. There were nine shrotsim, nine problems. One of them was a frog. He's tar. And somebody touched one of them. And it happened in the Makim Kavua. So what's Here's the punchline. If it happened in Rishos Harabim, there the Allah is going to be Sveikoy Tahar. Rishos Harabim, Sveikoy Tahar, what happened to Raif? Nine are shrotzim that are a problem. So why is the halacha going to be that b'shus harabim sveikoytar must be because one is an issue and because one is an issue, so we're going to say it's kavua. The kol, I'm sorry, one is a tzvardeya, is tahar. And because one is a tzvardeya, that's tahar. So we're going to say, kol kavur kamechsa mechsadami. We look at it as if it's 50 50, and if it's in Rishos Arabim, it's fake So you see that not only do you say, kol kavur kamechsa mechsadami, but you say, kol kavur kamechsa mechsadami, lukulah. So how do you know, kol kavur kamechsa mechsadami, lukulah? Teishachanuyos, and many of the cases in Shas. How do you know, kol kavur kamechsa mechsadami even works lukulah? There were nine shrotzim that are metama. There was one tzvardeya. That is not mitama, 
Somebody touched one of them in the Makam Kavua, Bershus Arabim. You don't go bust a rive of the Shras in that Atome. Rather, the Allah, as you say, Safik Tome, Bershus Arabim, Sveikoi Tahar, based on the fact that once there's one, there's a mute and it's Kavua, called Kavua Kamach Samach Sadami, and that's the rule when it comes to Safik Tome, Bershus Arabim, it's going to be Sveikoi Tahar. Okay, says the Gemara. So now we know, called Kavua Kamach Samach Sadami, Lukhumra and Lukhula. How do you know that it's a Dindai Rice, Midai Rice, Midai Rice, What's the Makar to that? So the Gemara says, Amakro. It's learned out from the following Pasik. It says in the Torah, So the context over here is somebody killed somebody by Mesid. Somebody hated his friend. He ambushed him. And he stood up against him. He hit him in the Nefesh. And he died. First thing is, you go to the Ir Miklat, even a Ritzach B'meizid used to run to the Ir Mikla. But that's a whole other story. So says the Gemara, Midai Raisa Minallah. And how do you know that Midai Raisa, there's a concept of Kol Kavur Kamechsal Mechsadami. So let's learn that from this Pasik. We learn from here, Ad Sheyizchavenloi. Now, the Gemara here is a little bit chaser. Rashi tells us the rest of the story. It's Shitas Reb Shimin in Mesech Sanhedrin. That holds that the only time somebody's chayiv misa for killing somebody is if he had a mind to kill the person that he killed. So if Reuven had a mind to kill Shimon and he killed Shimon, yeah, he's chayiv misa. But what if Reuven had a mind to kill Shimon and he killed Levi? So then the Allah is, he's going to be part And it's learned out from Va'orav loy, Vekom Allah, it's from this Pasik. Rabbanan Amri Debe Rabbiane, the Rabbanan argued with Reb Shimon. So the Gemara there says, so what did the Rabbanan do with this Joshua? They learned something else. Pratla Zoyrik Evan Legav. If somebody threw an Evan into a group of people, an Evan, that's Kedei Lahamis, it could kill somebody, and he ended up killing somebody, in that case, he's going to be potted. That's what this pasuk is coming to teach me. So the says, Hey, Chidami, what was the case? Meaning, he threw it into a group of people. If you threw it into a group of Yidin, the assumption is, then why should you be potted? You should be chayev. You had a mind to kill one of these Yidin. So the Gemara says, we must have a little case over here, right? You're telling me you're pot there, so what's the story? If the story was where there were nine Kananim and there was one Yid, so I need a Pasuk to tell me that you're pot of a table laid the Kananim, they know. You would go Basarayv, most of the people that you had a mind to kill were in the Yehud. I mean, I have Misa for killing a Knani. So it's for that reason, Yopata. I don't need a Pasuk for that. Inami, Palgu, Palgu. Maybe the case was talking about where it was 50-50. There were 10 people there, 5 Yisraelim and 5 Knanim. But again, I need a Pasuk to tell me that Yopata suffered Nefashos Lahakel. Of course you're going to be Pater. So the Gemara says, You know, we need a Pasuk in a case where there were 9 Yisraelim and there was, no, there was one Knani. I would have thought that you should be chayef. Why would I think you should be chayef? Because you had a mind to kill somebody. Nine out of ten people that you could have theoretically killed were Yisraelim. In Kala Tairakuli, you go by Sarayv. And what's the halacha of Rav? So based on that, you should be chayef. Kamash Malon, Va'orav Loi Vakamalov, that you potter. What's Sakim shot you potter? What happened to Rav? Here's the punchline. The Havale Knani Kavua, because the Knani is a Kavua. He is in his Makim Kavua. You threw at them in their Makim Kavua. Vechol Kavua Kemachtal Machtadami. So what do you see from here? You see, number one, a Pasik in the Torah, Kol Kavua Kemachtal Machtadami. And not only do you see, Kol Kavua Kemachtal Machtadami, but you see, Kol Kavua Kemachtal Machtadami, Lakula. And that's the punchline of the Gemara. So Kol Kavua Kemachtal Machtadami, Bein Lachumra, Bein Lakula. It's a Dindai Raisa. And in the Dindai Raisa, it's I see that works even the But you see that it works even the kula. What is the makar? It's from the Shita Sachachamim. They learn it from the Pasik Va'orav Loi Vikom Olav Adshe Yishavin. And what does it mean Adshe Yishavin? That if somebody would throw into a group of people, even if Roiv of the people are Yisraelim, if there's a meat of Knanim, you would be Potter. Because we would look at it as a Suffolk Nefashis. Because as long as there's a meat of Knanim, it's Kemechta Mechtadami, and the rule is Suffolk Nefashis, you go Lukula. So returning back to Arsugya. Again, Arsugya was discussing the Maisa that Rabbi Yossi told with the Psaka Lach Rabbi Yechem Nuri in the Mishnah. And that was there was a Tinoike, she went Lamal Ismaim in Ayin, she was Nensa, and Rabbi Yechem Nuri said that you go Basaraiv. And the Gemara clarified, he didn't just mean you go Basaraiv, what he meant to say was that you go Basar two Rives. Meaning, if you could establish two Rives, what does it mean two Rives? Number one, Rive of the city, the Maisa Shalya was in Sipairi, and Rive of the people in Sipairi happened to have been And also, if it happened on the Yom Ashok, where there were Kroinish Shalts Sipairi, there were a lot of people coming through, and most of those people were Kshayim. So, based on a double Rive, you would be able to make it work. 
What's the basis to that? Because Rabbi Yechimenu held like Rabbi Yeshua, that loy mi piya anu chayin, and be'etzim, she would not be in a manner to say that she was nivola to a k'shera, probably making an akim to the mission, like we spoke about earlier, that she's saying that that's what happened, even though the mission didn't say that. But presumably, from the fact that we're telling it to, to the sugis of Bari Vashemma, and to the sugis of Rabbi Gamliel, Rabbi Yeshua. But the bottom line is, is it's talking about where there were two rives, because even Rabbi Yeshua that says, let me pee on chayim, but if there's two rives, already it's going to be different. Zok Gemara, a postscript to this. Itma, Rav Chiba Rashi, Amar Rav, Halach Rabbi Yosef. Rav Chiba Rashi said in the name of Rav, that Halach is like Rabbi Yosef in the Mishnah. That you go bust a rive. Rab Chanan Barava Amar Rav, Rab Chanan Barava said in the name of Rav, Hayrasha Hayrasha. That that story was really a Hayrasha. What's the Kasha? Masiv Rabbi Yirmiya. So Rabbi Yirmiya asked the Kasha on the first Lishna of the Gemara. So we have two Lishonis in the name of Rav, whether we paskin like the Halacha of the Mishnah, or the Halacha of the Mishnah was just a Maisa Shahaya Kachaya. Rabbi Chibarashi said Halacha to Rabbi Yosi. This is Psak Halacha. You can literally codify it in the Shulchan Aruch. Rabbi Chana Barava said in the name of Rav, both in the name of Rav, but he said in the name of Rav, no, it was like Rasha. Don't ever apply this, because you should know that this was really a Rasha. So Rabbi Yirmi is going to ask Akasha on the first Lishna. On the Lishna of the Gemara, that Rabbi Yosi Zdin is halacha l'maisa. The rab meant to paskin like Rabbi Yosef. So what's the kasha? Ule yuchsin, loy be'inon, tre rubi. Meaning it sounds like you just go bust a rive. Now we already said that the Mishnah is talking about where there were two rives. But let's make believe we don't know that right now. Because in real time, the Gemara is still working this all out a little bit. So, it's mashma, we go bust a rive. Is that true? When it comes to yichas, you don't need two rives? Because the Mishnah didn't mention two rives. And if you're saying that Allah is like the Mishnah, it means one rive is going to be enough. At the time we learned in the Mishnah, if we found a child that was mushloch, literally thrown somewhere on the street, if most of the people that live in the city are we assume the child's Yisrael. If most of the people that are living in the city are Yisrael, Yisrael. We assume it's Yisrael. If it's 50-50, the census is literally 50-50, Yisrael. Then the Allah is, we're going to assume the child is Yisrael. Amar Rav, Rav himself said, Rav said that this that we said, if Rav of the people living on Yid and we assume the child is a Yid, that's Lach Yosai, to take care of the child, to feed the child, to support the child, send the child to Yeshiva. But when it comes to Yuchsin, to assume that the child is a Ksheri to be able to marry into Kayhanim Loi, why not? Because over there you need a second rife. The Shmuel Amar Shmuel said the Fakeh of us The Gemara is going to in a moment explain what Shmuel's sheet is. But what's the bottom line? You see from here that Rav said that when it comes to Yuchsin, you can't rely on one rife. You need two rives. So what's the kasha? How could Rav Chiberashi say that Allah is like Rabbi Yosi in our Mishnah? There was only one rive. I thought and you need two rives. So according to Rab Khanan Barava, who said the Rab said Hirasha okay, you can't ask a kasha from Hirasha. It was a Hirasha, you have to know what else was going on. Right? Sometimes there's mitigating factors, there's different things, there's other svaras to be mitzarif. So you don't really know what happened. But if you're telling me it's halacha, it sounds like we pass and you go bust one rive. Rav said, let the Indian yuchsin, it's not enough to have one rive. You have to have two rives. The Gemara said, what kind of cash is this? You forgot the beginning of the daf. You forgot the first 40 minutes of the daf. You forgot what Rav Yudah said, the name of Rav. No, we pass like the Mishnah. But the Mishnah wasn't one rive, it was two rives. That was the Maisa Shahaya. The Maisa was Bekrenish al Tsipairi, and that's why it's true. Allah Khalamais, look tomorrow, Rabchana Bar Rabba Dama Rasha Hoysa Kasha. So according to Rabchana Bar Rabba, the said was a Rasha. Mishloim, if the Mish is talking about where there was one rive, and Rav holds you need two rives, like the Shmaki Gemara, so that's why it's only a Hayrasha. But if the Mishnah is talking about where there were really two rives, so why was it a Hayrasha? We're flipping the Kasha. So the Gemara says, Man, the Masni, you have to say, Anachanami, Rabchanan Barava, who said that the Mishnah was a Hayrasha, obviously held the Mishnah is talking about where there was one rive. In other words, the Halacha is the same. There's no ambiguity, there's no lack of clarity as to what Rav Sheet is in the Sukya. Rav holds like, the first part of today's daf that we passing like Rabbi Yeshua, let me pee on Uchayin, but even can I get rive, but not can I get two rives. That's the halacha. Now, the Mishnah's Maisa Shahaya Kachaya was there one rive or was there two rives? There seemed to have been two versions of it. In the beginning of the Gemara, everyone seemed to say there were two rives. The end of the Gemara, we discovered there was a Rabchan Barava who had a Messiah that the mice only happened with one rive. Lamai Nafkimina. Nafkimina is, was the dinner of the Mishnah Halacha Ladeiris? Or was the dinner of the Mishnah Hayrasha? 
If it's talking about two roifs, that's Allah Chaladairis. If it's a Hayrasha, then obviously it's not Allah Chaladairis. But as it relates to the Allah Chaladairis, it's klar. It's based on two roifs. Zakta Gemara Gufa. As we end the first parak, we just mentioned this. Mishnah. It's a Mishnah. Mesech des machshirim from all places. So if you find a tinik that was mushluch, so there's a child that was found on the side of the road. So not a piece of meat, not teshachanuyos, and you found a piece of basar, but mamish the same case. But over here you found rachman alatzlan, a tinik. We don't know who this child is. We have no idea who the father, who the mother is. We don't know anything about this child. So what do we do? We go basar right. That's the halacha. Just like with the piece of meat, you go basar right. Here too, we're going to go basar right. So what's the halacha? Im roiv avdekechavim. Most of the people living in the city avdekechavim, avdekechavim. Im roiv yisrael, yisrael. Mechza mechza. What if it's fifty fifty? Yisrael. Oh my rab. So rab and shmuel are going to clarify this mission a little bit. The only time we say that if it's Rav Yisrael, we assume Yisrael, that's Lachiyosai. That's to be Mepharnes, this child. Why? That's Rav Shita. We just mentioned you need two Ravs. Shmuel said, that you want to know what it means that if it's Rav Yisrael, we assume Yisrael, it means What would be if a, a wall or a house came down? Nebuchadnezzar, this child. So the child is Mushlach. And right now there's a, a gal that's on top of this child. To remove the gal from the child involves Chil Shabbos. If you knew the child was a Yid, you would do it. You wouldn't wait. But you don't know if the child is a Yid. Zog Shmuel, that's where it's Negeya. If the city is Roy Yisrael, then we're going to be Mephakeach all of us agal. But the Gemara says, you mean to tell me Shmuel, the only time you'll be Mephakeach all of us agal for this child? Is if there's a roiv, could be Shmuel said this. Shmuel himself said, You don't assume roiv when it comes to pikuach nevesh. Maybe you go by Over here, everyone's chayish So you wouldn't need the roiv. You have to say, Shmuel said what he said. Whichever Talmud said this over in the name of Shmuel got it right a little bit. But a little bit, he was toya as well. So, what did Shmuel really mean to say? He meant to comment on the ratio. On that, Omar Shmuel, Shmuel said, We're adding a lot of language. So, there it's not that way, but rather, over there, the Allah is going to be, even if it's Roiv, will be Chayesh Lamiyuta, and we'll assume that maybe the child is a Yisrael. So the Gemara says like this let's now revisit this Mishnah, let's try to understand it a little bit better. It said, Roiv, where's in Egeya? And Rashi speaks out that it doesn't mean because Shmuel just said, will be even if it's Roiv Oiv Dekechavim. Meaning, Roiv Oiv Dekechavim, when do we assume that the child is an Oiv Dekechavim? To save the kid's life, will be Chayish Lamiyuta. So, where's in a gay that we talk to treat him as an Oiv Dekechavim? Amr Rapop, Rapop said, Lachilo Nevelis. To feed the child, Nevelis, could you give him Nevelis? Right? Bossa Nevelis, cheaper than Bossa Shkuta. So, whoever's taking care of this child, you can feed him Nevelis, you can assume Roiv. And Roiv Yisrael, Yisrael, my hill. So, where's in a gay Roiv Yisrael, Yisrael? And again, it's not Negeil if I care of Zagal, because even if it's Roiv Oiv Dekechavim, you're going to assume it's Yisrael if I care of Zagal. So, where's in a gay that if it's Roiv Yisrael, it's going to be Negeya to return the Aveda. It's a mitzvah to return a, an Aveda of a Yisrael. Rashi says that if it's an Oivik Echavim, there's a, a Gemara that says it's a little trickier, but the bottom line, Ayn Sham, but the bottom line is Lachsalei Aveda for Yisrael is a mitzvah. So if it's right Yisrael, you're going to return the Aveda. Mechtzal Mechtzal Yisrael, my Hilchah. So where's Negeya? Mechtzal Mechtzal Yisrael. Now, you can't tell me the Hachzalei Aveda, because it sounds like you need to write Yisrael the Hachzalei Aveda. So, where's it going to be Negei Mechza Mechza Yisrael? I'm Rish Lakish, Rish Lakish said, Lenezakin. It's Negei of the laws of Niske Momen. And this takes us to Baba Kama. So, interestingly, that first Barakim Masechtis Ksubis Mamish ends with a sieve cotton in Baba Kama. So, what's the basic background that we need for, uh, which is, of course, Me'inyan Le'inyan. But what it's the background that we need for this. And Rashi gives it to us. Rashi says, we know that Lacha, that if a Shor Shtois is another Shtar, Shor Shonaga Chasapara. So the first few times, two times, three times, Chayis Rameh, Rabbi Yehuda, that Lacha is the Shor as a din of a Shor Tam, and you have to pay Chatsi Nezek. Once the Shor becomes a mood, you have to pay Nezek Shalim. What happens if a Shor Shal Oivet Kechavim, Shtois is a Shor Shal Yisrael? Sh- Nezek Shalim, right out of the gate. There's no Allah of Shor Tam. What happens if a Shor Shal Yisrael Shtois is a Shor Shal Kanani? The Allah is, you're always going to be Potter. So whether this child is a Yisrael or not, Yisrael makes a big nafkamina if he has a Shor, that at any point in life, 
is going to be the shtoiser or the shtoise, right? He's going to be the mazak of the nizik. It's going to make a difference because there's a whole shulchan aruch in the sugi of shor shenogach that we're going to have to figure out. So the Gemara says, you want to know where it's negayim mechzal mechzal Yisrael? I'm Reish Lakish. Reish Lakish said when it's lakin, it's going to be negayim that Allah has done. The Gemara says, hey chidami, what's the case? Ine b'danachi tur dinol tur diday. Isn't talking about a case where arshar, meaning someone that you know vada is Yisrael. Hishar shtoist, the shire of this child who we don't know who he is, who comes from the city of Mechzal Mechza. So what are you telling me? That he has a din of a Yisrael. Mechzal Mechza Yisrael. Which means you're going to have to pay. At the very least, Chatzin Nezek, or if it's a more Nezek Shalem. Faith Gemara, why would you have to pay? Lemele, why don't you tell this person, I see Rai Yisraelat, prove to me a Yisrael, Ushkail, and then you'll get everything you want. Why? He's a Suffolk if he's a Yid. If he's a Yid, he's entitled to payment. If he's a Kanan, he's not entitled to payment. So why should you give him? It's talking about we're. His shor, the shor of this person that's a Suffolk, shtois, the shor of a Yisrael. And it's there that we're saying that we treat him as a Yisrael. In other words, palgo mishalim, chatzin nezek for sure he's going to have to pay. Because Maman of Shachi has to pay Chatzin Nezek. If he's a Yisrael, he's Chayv Chatzin Nezek. We're talking about where the Shor was at time. And if he's a Noivik Echavim, he would have to pay Nezek Shalim. So Maman of Shach, half he's going to have to pay. The Idach Palgan, as it relates to the other half, Omaluhu, he could tell, meaning the person who Shor Shtois, this Safi could tell the Yisrael, Vadai, I see right, the love Yisrael. I know you prove that I'm not a Yisrael, the Etain Lachayn, and I'll give you the other half. So now I'm giving you half because Maman of Shach have to give you half. Even if I'm a Yid, I'm Chayv Chatzin Nezek. But I'm allowed to assume I'm a Yid. Me Suffolk, Hamoitzim Echaveroi, on you, Oliver Raya, to prove to me that I'm not a Yid if you want to tra- try to take away the other half. And on that note, believe it or not, it feels like we just started the Masechta. Hadron Allah, Basulanissis. We already finished Perik Basulanissis. So just one Ha'ara, as it relates to today's daf, it's also a little bit of a segue into tomorrow's daf. And that is, there is a very Yisoyedistic Echidish from the Hafla. In the very end of the first parak of Mesechtis Ksubis, so we spoke out Daflot at the very beginning of the Mesechta, we actually spoke it out on Daftes, but Negea, the first word of the Mesechta, why the Mesechta begins Besulanesis and not Habesulanesis, and this is the Haflot at the very end of the first parak. So da, there's a very, very Yisoidistiga Haflot here at the end of the first parak of Mesechtis Ksubis. He says a Yisoid, that's Negea, the Halachis of Roiv, that's really Negea, all the Sugis of Roiv, and this Yisoid of the Haflot, is the aside that Reb Kiva Eger in his Chuvis was Mechavin too as well, and it's the aside that the Chemda Shloima in his Chuvis was Mechavin too as well. So this is the aside from the Hafla, from Reb Kiva Eger, and from the Chemda Shloima. Toisvis, here in the end of Mesachtis Ksubis, the second to last Toisvis in the Perek, asks that the Mishnah. The Mishnah Masechtis Machshirim said that if somebody finds a Tinaik, that's Mushlach. Roiv Oivet Kechavim, Oivet Kechavim. Roiv Yisrael Yisrael, Mechzal Mechzal Yisrael. So the Gemara said that Roiv Yisrael Yisrael, where's in Negeya? So the Gemara said it's Negeya Lahachzal Loyaveda. Meaning, what would be if this person who was a Tinaik, he was Mushlach, he grew older, and at some point he had a, an object? And he was walking in the street, and he dropped it, and there was a simon, and somebody found it. And he knows who it belongs to. Oh, I think he doesn't know if this person's a yid or if he's not a yid. If he's a yid, he has a mitzvah vashavah If he's not a yid, lo yoy vashem sloyach Rashi says, then it's not so poshet for him to return the saveda. What's he supposed to do? Al zenem the mishnah machshirim. Roiv Yisrael, we're going to assume Yisrael, and Allah is, he's going to have a chiv to return the Yavid. So Toysvis asks Akasha, based on a Gemara, in Mesechtis Bava Basra, Dav Tzadik Be'ez Amad Aleph. The Gemara over there discusses a case where somebody sold a shor l'chaveri. Hamoich a shor l'chaveri. Reuven sold a shor to his friend. To Shimon, v'nimtza nagchon. And then after Shimon purchased the shar, so he did a little research on the shar that he purchased, and he found out that, lo and behold, this shar had a past. It had a little bit of a history. The shar was a nagchon. Now, the aloch is, a shar nagchon, you're not going to be able to have around. Because this shar has already established itself as a troublemaker. And as a result, there's a good chance it's going to shtois again. And depending on if it's a tam or it's a mood, there's a shulchan aruch that dictates the laws of the shar. But for our purposes, we're going to have to shech the shar. Now, it doesn't mean that the person won't be able to benefit from the shar. 
It just means that he won't be able to use it in his field. He won't be able to be chayrish with the shar because of the fact that it's a nakhan. So halachically, he's not allowed to have it around. So what's the halacha? The buyer can go back to the seller because say, listen, I had no idea I was buying a shard that was a nakhan. I'm sorry, I never had a mind to buy it. I want my money back. You could have your shard back. It's a Shmuel says that no, he can tell him, the seller could, I sold it to you the shchita. In my mind, I never thought you were buying it to work in the field. I sold it to you to shacht. You could shacht it. You just can't work with it because you can't have it around. So why is that a mekach toys? I don't really understand the Shail over here. Luchura, let's just analyze the case a little bit better. This person, for example, that bought this shah, is he someone that usually buys for shchita? Is he someone that usually buys for working in the field? Says the Gemara Why don't we look at the person? If he's a person that usually buys l'shchita, then we'll assume that that's why he bought it. And either radia, if he's someone that usually buys l'charisha, then l'radia, then it should be l'radia. So the Gemara has a whole shak levitaria, and the Gemara goes on to try to explain exactly what's going on over here and the maskana, what the Gemara says, we're talking about where the majority of people that buy and sell shvarim, they sell shvarim for the purpose of having it around for Harisha. But there is a minority of people that buy it l'shrita. And that is really what's at the core of the Machloik is Rav and Shmuel. Rav Amar Rav says that Reza Mekachtois, that Talach is Mekachtois because Basar Ruba Zlinon. We go Basar Roiv, the Ruba Liridia Zavni. And most people, when they sell a Shar, they sell it, for you to, sell it for you to be able to be Chayrish. So therefore, we assume he sold it to be Chayrish. I can't be Chayrish with it. I have no choice but to Shacht it. So therefore, I could say, I raise a Mekachtois. But Shmuel Amar Shmuel said, Ki Azlina Basar Ruba be Sura, but be Shmuel said that when is the Allah that you go Basar Roiv, that is. True, there is a din of Rav, but that's only when it comes to Isavahatya. But when it comes to Mamin, over there you don't go Basar Rav. In other words, this Gemara is the Makar to the Machloik is Rav and Shmuel, whether Holchim the Mamin Achar Rav or Ein Holchim the Mamin Achar Rav. Rav Shita is Holchim the Mamin Achar Rav. Shmuel Shita is Ein Holchim the Mamin Achar Rav. What's the exact context? The exact context is this case where somebody bought a shard from his friend, he found that afterwards that the shard was a Nakhon, which meant that this person will not be able to keep the shard and use it in his field, but rather he's going to have no choice but to shecht the animal. Rav says he can claim Mekachtois. Shmuel says he can't claim Mekachtois. The reason Rav says he can claim Mekachtois is because most people that buy a shar buy it to be able to work with it. And being that I can't work with it, so Rav determines whether it was a Mekachtois, whether it wasn't Mekachtois, and therefore the loch is going to be a Reza Mekachtois. But Shmuel says there is no Rav in this parasha because ain't hocha b'mamanach ha'rav. And because ain't hocha b'mamanach ha'rav, so you can't use the loch of Rav in this. If there's a shita shmuel that holds ein holchem imamanacha roiv, so number one, we have to know we paskin like shmuel. Because that's the rule. Whenever there's a machloik is rab and shmuel, if it's a machloik is in this, if it had to, we paskin like rab. If it's a machloik is in dine imamanis, we paskin like shmuel. That means we paskin like shmuel that ein holchem imamanacha roiv. So, Frey Toysfiz, what's Pshad in this halacha? The Mishnah says that if somebody found a tinek, we don't know who the tinek is, if roiv of the people living in the city are a Yisrael, so we're going to assume that the tinek is, is also going to be a Yisrael. That based on the Rav Yisrael, you're going to have to return Aveda. For Eitoisviz, I don't understand. L'chayra, we paskin like Shmuel. Shmuel holds, Ein holchem imamen, achar roiv. So if Ein holchem imamen, achar roiv, so why is it that I have to return the Aveda? Hashavas Aveda is the Hashay lefun dinei You're telling me to take Money that I have in my rishus right now and give it to somebody else. Based on what? Based on the fact that he's a yid. How do you know he's a yid? Oh, because Rav Yisrael. Oh, based on Rav. Shmuel holds in Hochem Imam and Acharav. So, how is the Sugi Shtim with Shmuel, who, by the way, opined throughout our daf, number one, and number two, we'll paskin that you go baser. Roy, when it comes to mama, we hold ein hochem mama nacharoy. So if we hold ein hochem mama nacharoy, Frey Toysus, why is it that if it's Roy Yisrael, you chayv lahachzer aveda? So Toysus has a teretz. 
But the flaw says that Nirulani is daiti. I hold the can in our sugya in And I think it's kedai to read the shoni azov shalaflo. Major yisoid says the flaw that in our sugya there's no there's no holchem Why? Because kiven the havi yisrael lechol mili. Because in our sugya this child, in the event that it was rov yisrael. We're going to go Basir Roiv, and Lachol Mili, we're going to pass him that he has a din of a Yid. Kiddekama Lachyoyse. Number one, Lachyoyse. The Gemara already said that we assume he's a Yid Lachyoyse, we have to take care of it. If someone's going to kill him, that person's going to be Chayev. This child is going to be Chayev a Mitzvah. A guy can't be a shliach. This person's going to be able to be a shliach because Roiv Yisrael Yisrael. The Kedushin will be able to get married. Is a thing that this child is going to be treated like a Yisrael, Lechol Mili, with regards to Lach Yoyso, Yahor Goy Chayev, he's Chayev in Mitzvah, Shlichot Kedushin, is Havu Yisrael, Nami Le'inyam Amoyna. So it's for that reason, we're going to treat him like a Yisrael also, as it, regard, as it relates to Mohan. Zok Flaw. When is it that we say, Ein Hochem Imam Anachai That's if Roiv is coming to be Machriya one thing. And one thing only. And that is a Dine Momenus dispute. So you have a Dine Momenus Shiloh right now. And I have Achra, Roiv. And in Kolotai Rukulu, there's a rule of Achri Rabba Mahatos. Over there, Shmuel said, Ein Hochem Imam Anachai But that's because all the Roiv is doing is paskinning the Dine Momenus. But in the event that I have a Roiv that's paskinning five other things, now, if I want to use that psak that Rav already established in all these other areas of Aloha, and I want to cut and paste it, I want to apply it to my financial, my Dine Mominus dispute, Zokta Flo, I'm allowed to do it. The Rav can't head on be Machria Dine Mominus. But if Rav in another area of life was Machria something, that establishes that that thing is whatever the Rav said it is. And if the Rav said that that's what it is for that, so then already it's a very easy segue. I could say that it's going to be true for the Dinah Mominus as well. So says the Hafla, you have a Shiloh here with regards to this child. Is he a Yid? Is he not a Yid? It's Negei of 50,000 things. You have to know. Is he a Jew or is he not a Jew? And how many Shilohs this is if he touches wine? Is he Yayin Esach? Is he not Yayin Esach? He makes someone a Shlich. It is a Shlich. It's not a Shlich. He wants to get married. He could get married. He can get married. Think about how many halachas this is Negeya. And the halachas is in Kalatari Kuli, you go Basarai. So once Rav Paskins that this child is a Yid, so you can tell me, oh, he's a Yid, but to give him his Avedo, ain't Ochma Menacharoiv. No, Zalo Lechkacha says that flaw. Once we Paskin that he's a Yid, he's a Yid. And we're applying not the Rav, but the Psak that Rav gave us in all these other areas that we know already is a Yisrael. Ain't Ochma Menacharoiv is when the Rav is addressing one thing and one thing only. The Dine Momenus, in the case of Amoycha Peris, in the case of Rubal the Shechita, Rubal Radia. so what the Shaila is, is we want to know what most people, when they buy a Shar, are they buying the Shar for Shechita, because they want dinner tonight, or they're buying the Shar because they want to work in the field, because they're farmers. Where's that Negea? It's Negea, if the Shar could be a Shleach, if you can get married, like, where is it Negei? It's Negei one thing and one thing only. It's Negei if you're in small claims court. And I say this and you say that. That's where it's Negei. It's Negei Dine Mominus. And being that it's only Negei Dine Mominus, over there you can't use the Roiv. If I'm using the Roiv already for something else, now all I need to do is I need to apply the Roiv. So that already is something I could do. But that's the Yusoyed of Dafla. And Dafla says that once you understand this Yusoyed, you can answer kasha after kasha after kasha. Literally, it's what he says. He says there's so many different questions that you'll be able to answer. He mentions like five or six kashas. Let's just mention a few of them. Yes, a kasha does the flaw. Dalach is if someone's mafata, a ktana, very much a ksuba sugi, it's coming up major in Perikelu Nairis. But if someone's mafata, a ktana, someone's mafata, a nairis, what's dalach? You have to give la via naira. Chamishim kasef. You have to pay a, a knas. Dalach is that a mafuta. Yisoyma doesn't get knas. Sugine Lunairis. But a mefuta that has a father does get knas. So if someone's mefata a girl, the only time there's going to be a knas is if this girl has a father. Okay, that means if there's a father, the father's going to come to court. And right, and you're going to have an obligation, you the mefata, to pay the knas to the father of the mefata. Freak that flaw. How do you know the father's really this girl's father? How do you know he's the father? The mother, you know, but how do you know the father? 
So the Gemara Sakhus Khulan asks this Kasha. Mako of the Imam Moisumas, how do you know he's the father? The territories go, but so Roiv, Roiv Biloy Sakhar Abal, it's your classic Ruba the Lesser Kamon. And based on Roiv, the halacha is that we assume that this father is really the father. So in other words, you're making this person pay Hamishim Kesef based on what? Based on the fact that there's a Roiv. Roiv Biloy Sakhar Abal. I thought Ein Holchem Imam and Achar Roiv. Zok Dahafla. It's Pashit. What do you see from here? Because this Roiv, that saying that the father is the father, is not just Negea whether in the event that his daughter is a Mafut, there'll be a class or there won't be a class. It's Negea, is he her father? Keep it off aim. I don't know, is he the father? Whatever responsibilities and obligations come along with a father child relationship is going to be Negea. So once the right Paskins, he's the father, so Enochanami is going to be considered the father. As it relates, as it relates to this Dine Mominus as well. There's another very similar parish in the Torah, the parish of Moitzi Shemra. There too there's a halacha that if someone's Moitzi Shemra on a girl, like Matsasi Lebit Chapsulim, he has to pay knas. And there too it's the same exact halacha. The only time you pay the knas is if there's a father. If there's no father, Moitzi Shemra on the assignment, there's no halacha of knas. So again, the only time you have to pay there, it's Meir Kesev. Nachamishim Kesev is in the event that there's a father. How do you know the father's a father? Based on a roif. Same terror. It's a terror because we're establishing who the father is already elsewhere. And once we establish he's the father, so even as it relates to the Rav, we're going to be able to assume that he's the father there as well. Another kasha he asks is Shosh Nagach, the way we ended the parak. So the Allah is that if a Shosh Tois is a Trefa, Shosh Tois is a Trefa. So a, a Trefa is considered a Gavra Katala, right? It's someone that's technically in Halacha already considered like a mace. And as a result, if somebody would, an animal would Shosh a Trefa, or a person that's a Trefa, the Allah is he'd be parted from all the different Chiyuvim. Now, how do you know a person's not a Trefa? You see a man walking on the street. How do you know he's not a Trefa? Or how do you know an animal's not a trefa? It's based on roiv. Roiv animals are not trefas. Roiv people are not trefas. Uh-huh. So basically, you're relying on a roiv to make this shoshenogach chayv l'shalim. This is the name ominous. Ein hochem b'momenach roiv. The terrorist is partial because the roiv is paskining that this person or this animal is not a trefa. This halach is not only negeya. It's not only negeya, the dine ominous over here. It has other amp ramifications and other applications as well. So therefore, Enochanami, to apply it once you use it elsewhere, to Dine Mominus, so in that case, you're going to be able to do it, and just to again, read the Chazor of that fly. says the Yisai twice in the Shtikov, and nearly is daiti bozeh, kivin do ukmiya toira ala roiv, the lav treifa havilin yin sharmili, kigoyim ba'odom lin yin ahorge dechai, v'chein b'shor lin yin israchilo, v'chein da'ovif hu lin yin mak ovu kayoitzebem, hu adin le in yin b'moyno, v'loi omar shmul de'in hocha b'mom anachah roiv, ele heicha d'loi naf k'minei elu le in yin b'moyno, kigoyim b'shor v'nim tzonak chom v'chein inuch d'maisi ashas b'reish ha'moyche peris, it's not Shaykh Shmuel, and Afla says that the says he found that Toysvis is very mashma that he was working with Shmuel Sheet of Ein Hochamam and Acharoi. He quotes the Magad Mishnah and different Poiskim that did Shtel Tzu Sheet Shmuel of Ein Hochamam and Acharoi to the Sugi in the end of the first Parakim Sachtis Ksubis. And Afla says, Nirulani is Daiti. I don't know if it's a Tzushtel. Because I think that the only time we say Ein Hochamam and Acharoi is if the Roiv is addressing head on. It's coming directly to talk to the. It's coming directly to talk to the Dine Mominus. But in the event that it's not coming directly to talk to the Dine Mominus, so in that instance, this is not going to be an issue and we'll stop a little bit short here. As Hashem will pick up with this raid tomorrow. So again, we mentioned that it's the Hafla, that it's Rabbi Kiveger, and it's the Chem de Shloyma. So we spoke out the Hafla, just laid the, the groundwork a little bit. It was a longer staff. So we'll stop here. And as Hashem tomorrow, we'll pick up on this note.